Hi, welcome to Cooking with the Hazelnuts. This week, we talk about Debbie's trip. Yours truly demonstrates how to process a pumpkin. We have demonstrations for you. All this and much, much more coming up as this week's Cooking with the Hazelnuts continues. Hey, hey, everybody. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> That's personality for you if I've ever heard one. Hi, big R. Hi. What's going Hi. on? Hi. What's going on? I just got back from a hopping, hopping city. Oh, you, well, New Orleans. you, were, you were in Beignet, Minnesota? <laughs> Beignet, Minnesota. <laughs> I was in Begnet. Begnet, Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> I was in Begnet, New Orleans. Okay. And boy, yeah, you know, I say this yeah. every time, don't I? Boy, do we have a show jam packed for you, and we really do, you know. I know. Well, packed. we we do, we do. And I found out yesterday that that um, Brian Charlson and and Kim Charlson that they still listen. They still listen to us. Can you imagine? They, they still tune in. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Well, there's no account for those punishment, I guess. <laughs> yeah, those poor people. But um, You know, I've got, I've got a special little um, piece of equipment Brian might want to buy. Uh-oh, see? That's, they love that about us. I Kim know. keeps, you know, saying, oh, they shouldn't listen because... Brian gets these ideas, but Kim wanted the pancake maker. So, yeah. you know, and I think, uh, you know, well, maybe, I don't know if they made popcorn meatloaf, but I know that, that uh, at one point we were teased about um, lots of popcorn being made. <laughs> oh, really? Uh. Lots of popcorn, lots of popcorn. Yes, indeed. Mm. Well, if he does like popcorn, he'd sure... I may like to sink his teeth into a snack that I really have gotten to like, and that's called Popcorners. Yeah, I mentioned that to Miss Des, and she mm. was like, no, oh, I've had them. No, I don't I know. I like them. But... I think they're good. Huh. I've eaten, well, I've eaten let's see, uh, probably half of a, car- <laughs> half of a carton of, of one-ounce Popcorners. They were jalapeno cheese. And then, hmm. um, then I got another uh, box of seven ounce bags, and I I've eaten half of one of those bags. So, yeah. oh man, I'll have to give them a try. I'm giving them but, business. But do you like them as well as popcorn? I don't like anything as well as popcorn. I don't think oh. for, for snacks. And we've been eating scoops lately with like oh, yeah. guacamole and and hummus and. Um, Love Tony made some uh, Rotel Rotel dip mm-hmm. that um, I ate some uh, some of that the other day with some scoops, and it's funny because uh, then I don't think they're as salty as they used to be. I think they improved by maybe taking some of the salt away. Well, I think a lot of people are staying away from uh, a lot of companies are staying away from dyes and uh, mm-hmm. salt and. Um, you know, things that have been hope. keeping me alive for 60 yeah. years. <laughs> <laughs> keeping you soft in the middle. Yes, indeed. If you I think guys that, heard last week's show. <laughs> that must be a rerun because I sure have some deja vu oh, about that show. God, was that funny. That was hysterical. I laughed so hard. I, I just really got soft <laughs> in the middle there for a while. <laughs> 
So those of you who remember our show from last week will we'll get these and, references. And those who have not heard it, I encourage you to go back. You'll just have to go and, back and go hear it. Yeah, go back and listen to it. Cause, uh, and, yeah, I'm really sorry what happened in the first hour. It got rectified, but... Um, Larry had a power outage and didn't get the message that it had been uploaded to for him to put up on the server. And so I called him like a minute into the wrong show and he zipped, zipped and got it up there. Really? I mean, it was up like five after the hour, but it missed the tail end. What I think I will do is Roger him, email him, tweet him. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Golly, I'm thinking, wait a minute. You know, if you have internet beyond your Wi-Fi, I would think he would have gotten it. But he may, he's in the middle of packing and getting ready to move. Um, just closed on a house. So he's, yes, he did. And then he was in Chicago last week working with his other uh, part-time job. And so I'm real proud of him uh, getting that extra work. He's uh, and, moving to uh, ben Beignet, Minnesota, isn't he? <laughs> Beignet, Minnesota. <laughs> We're making references to this because oh, Debbie uh, made a trip to New Orleans and had some had some beignets, and she's going to tell I us all about her did. food experience. Well, I had a few different places of really excellent food. Um, the first place we ate was a place called Daisy Duke's. And the salad was great. The fried food was good, but after that, I was like, okay, other than beignets, I really don't want a bunch of fried food unless it's done in an air fryer. But um, <laughs> I had fried shrimp, and Des had fried catfish. And what was nice was the batter wasn't heavy. It was there, but it wasn't all breading. You know, it was just light. And their fries were nothing to to get excited about. They said they were Cajun, but I didn't didn't really get that. But I tasted her catfish, and I thought it was – I was like, give me some more of that. You know, it was really good, and I gave her some of my shrimp. And so we did that. The salad was really good. And then we ate oh, – we, then we went – we took Uber around, and we went to this place called Cafe Du Monde, and – Wow. I had heard from a couple different sources about this place. It is open 24-7. It's cash only. And I mean, it's outside and inside packed. When we were there, I mean, we were there at like two in the afternoon, absolutely packed. And people said they had waited over an hour to get service. It was that packed. So um, we ordered one order of beignets. And a couple of cups of coffee. And the coffee is made with chicory. It tasted really good. And it's it's with milk. They serve it with milk. It was so smooth. And, and just, oh, I don't know, just full and smooth, not overly strong. And the beignets were very hot. They looked like... Um, Different shapes, apparently. I don't know. Um, but there were three of them, and they were good size. Like, each one was about the size of your fist or my fist. And um, probably the big R's fist might be too big. But <laughs> <laughs> Here, I have one of these big R's. <laughs> but they were like uh, hunks of dough and with tons of powdered sugar pour, uh, poured on top of them. 
very hot out of the fryer. But everybody teases me about having an asbestos mouth because I start eating, you know, when people are like waiting for things to cool off. Oh, I know. You do I'm, do that too. I do the same yep. thing. I can drink yep. coffee right out of my mm-hmm. Keurig. Well, yep. I mean, it's, I, well, at first I put it in a cup. I mean, I don't, you know, yeah. <laughs> lay upside down and have coffee drip into my mouth or anything. Whoa. <laughs> I've only tried that once. <laughs> Is there room enough for your head underneath? I don't no, think so. No. <laughs> no, it's much too big. <laughs> but I can literally do that. I can eat. <laughs> yeah. I can eat things really right, you know, putting mm-hmm. it from a plate, uh, from a pan yeah. onto a plate. Um, I can drink coffee right out of the Keurig and it's just, yeah. uh, that's what I like. Me I too. And people like come soups. over and they'll go, well, be careful. Your plate is hot. And I'm like, I'm, I'm like, good. well, good. I hope so. Thank you. Yeah. You know? and like, soups. I, do you soups think are... I'm not going to know to be, you know, aware that it's a hot plate? Come yeah. on. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I know. And then soups. I love soups hot. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I just don't, um. No, that doesn't except for vichyssoise. Oh man! Oh yeah, yeah. I gotta make vichyssoise. I haven't made it in a while. No, I've never, I've never made it. Oh. Um, okay. But I, um, I have burnt my tongue before, but that was, you know, there's other reasons for that, and it's called. Oh yeah. Anxiousness. <laughs> anxiousness. Taking too big of a of a sip, or yeah. So anyway, we started eating these, and they really taste like. If you've ever had funnel cake, oh, yeah. or if you've had yeah. fried dough at a fair, yep. or um, kind of like fried donuts, it's definitely a bread dough. But Chinese donuts have uh, granulated sugar yeah. on them, and yeah. these have confectioner sugar on them. But oh man, the the beignets are not overly sweet. They're really nice, but then the powdered sugar is what makes them sweet. And I thought they had them with other things in them and, and or on them, and they didn't. It's just that's it. I mean, cash only, and, you know, that's all they sell. And we were – she got some to go, but by the time we got to them, yeah. they weren't the same. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we stayed there, and we split the third one between us and you know we each ate one and we split the third one and we had our coffee and meanwhile des was telling me i got powdered sugar on me and on my dog and i'm like oh well you know so what it you know, brushes whenever off. i eat powdered sugar i'm the same way yeah and it brushes off you know uh-huh. it's it's not like um like getting a buffalo wing sauce or well, something no, really no. sticky on you you know yeah so we we did that we we left, and that night we went to the hotel lounge, and we had this large kind of like cracker bread kind of thing. I don't know. It was like a flat bread, and it had uh, cheese and some kind of jelly on top, and it was good. I mean, I've had better, but it was good. Des liked it. She didn't think she would. And she was all excited about everything that was European. And I kept saying, well, that's very European because fruit and cheese is, in is you know, they eat that together. They'll put cheese on an apple pie or eat cheese and fruit a lot as a European kind so of thing. So does Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the next day for breakfast, we had these 
things in the hotel. They called them egg custard. And some of them had um, pumpkin and egg and ricotta cheese. It was like a custard. Uh, And some of them had egg and bacon and spinach. And they were more like quiche. And there was a, a pastry on top. And I think they must have done them in a scalloped sort of pan because that's the way they they felt like um, they all had this edge to them. Um, so that was one thing we had for breakfast. And then at lunchtime, I went to get my new prosthetic eyes. And so we took care of Tara took care of that in the morning, at least the fitting and cleaning up the old ones and and um, all that kind of thing. But for lunch, we went to this Mediterranean place and um, had I had um, spinach pie, which I love and I've also made. That is oh wonderful if you've never had it or if you ever want to make it. It's really something you can make with your hands. Have you ever made it? Never. No, but I've oh, heard Oh, have you ever it, had it? I can't remember. I'm going to have to make one. Oh, I'm going to have to make one. It's phyllo dough and it's layers of spinach and olive oil and feta cheese and um, and maybe ricotta. I'll have to look and see. I think and it is it and might have eggs mixed in with all. I don't even remember. I've made it a few times, but oh, and garlic of course, and lots of spinach. And you drain the spinach really, really well you have to, to keep your phyllo yeah. dough uh, from getting moist mm-hmm. to keep it crispy. And you bake it, and oh, my goodness, it is so good. I just don't know if there are enough people in this house that like some of these things. Like when I've mentioned vichyssoise, it's like, oh, really? And I'm like, oh, I love it. Vichyssoise is cold cold potato soup. But anyway, so I had spinach pie, Greek salad, and then some pieces of lamb on the plate. (laughs) That was so good. And then we split baklava. And baklava is... The um, phyllo dough also, but with honey in between the layers. And, oh, yum, yum, yum. Have you ever we had, just split uh, that. Have you ever had harissa? No. It's like kind of like baklava, but it's made out of a um, – the, the, the top of it is has like shredded coconut and uh, a little – I know this sounds weird, but a little shredded wheat in there. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, was it good? That does sound good because the shredded Eastern. wheat would make it crunchy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, great stuff. Did I ever tell you what my mother used to do with shredded wheat, and then I did made it for breakfast with butter and cream cheese on it no, instead I, I of don't think so. like triscuits? Yeah. Oh, that sounds pretty good. cool. Anyway, and then that night we got food delivered from this place called Oceana Grill, and we had uh, crab cakes appetizer. And she had some beans and rice, and then we split. We each had a very small piece. I thought, wow, is this skimpy? But once I started eating it, it was rich of bourbon pecan pie. Oh! Did you guys walk at all, or did you? Oh, yeah. No, we did. We walked some, yeah. The reason I'm wondering is because I don't know how, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking, could I eat that much and still... But it wasn't, they weren't big portions. They really weren't big portions. And then the morning that we left, and I I had to go back and pick up my new new prosthetic eyes, but we went to this other place, and this was one of my favorites. This is called, um, well, the 
Mediterranean place was called Cleo's. But uh, when we went back to the last morning, we went to a place called Surrey's, and it's a juice bar and cafe. Well, they they had regular breakfast kind of stuff if you wanted, and then they had a juice bar. Well, that was what I had my eye on, the juice bar. I still wanted something to eat, so I had a, a sesame bagel with avocado mash. Oh, man, was that good. And I was joking joking about the bagel saying good this bagel has lots of braille on it because <laughs> it had plenty of seeds mm-hmm. plenty of braille and then i had a juice of um carrot celery kale beet cucumber and then i said add a little bit of apple to sweeten it mm-hmm. oh that was good and then i had a cup of tea i didn't even have coffee that day i'm gonna it try to make great. one of those juice things this afternoon because good because uh, later on this evening, I'm going to try some sausage balls. Homemade oh, good. Sausage, sausage balls. I almost yeah. said sausage. Sausage? <laughs> sausage balls. Sausage. Sausage balls. Because uh, we have a listener, uh, Ava, who gave us a sausage ball recipe. And I'm going to alter it just a little bit. Instead of uh, Bisquick, I'm going to add um, pancake mix. And mm-hmm. I'm going to add a little shredded onion and apple because I love this thing that i make oh dear it there you go uh and, and i don't really have a name for it but uh it's in crescent <laughs> dough with sausage and apple and onion so i'm going to alter it go. just a little bit but i want to thank ava for the recipe in fact i did thank her cool. so thank her twice now thank you thank you <laughs> four <Yeah>. times <laughs> but thank you uh, thank you she loves, she loves the show so does uh, another listener and we uh, got two that love it wow, <laughs> we have two really people cool. that, that like as you keep going i'm hoping for number three so I'm going to get one, one more email this week. <laughs> I'll be upset. <laughs> but uh, thanks all for contributing and and uh, and yes, su- indeed. suggesting recipes. It makes me fuller and and have us less do less work. <laughs> it does. It does. It's great, and uh, I'm excited about you know more people that are interested in the air fryer i hear that brian is interested and um yeah i just can't say enough about how exciting the air fryer is and um i just am really wondering you know randy i wonder if we could get meredith the author of that book i wonder if we could even invite her to the show boy man would that be something huh you know i wonder if we could She's pretty I, busy, and I, I, you know, and I, and know. I don't know, and I'm not saying this um, to um, cause any riot or anything, but I, I wonder if she <laughs> knows how many blind cooks there that are out there. Probably and, not. And how many? Probably not. But we're a riot. Blind. <laughs> <laughs> Enough to cause one. So. <laughs> I don't know how, but, and if she were aware of how many air fryers that blind people and no, low vision people. No, I know. Have. Well, I think we should invite her. I think we should we should at least invite her, and even if she's not following us, we should just, um, you know, maybe each one of us tell her, you know, like one of us mention the other on Twitter and invite her and say, you know, if you follow one of us, we'll tell you more about it or something. Yeah, and you never know. You never know. Maybe should take it as a project to, to make some things more accessible. Yeah, I wonder. That'd be uh, 
That'd be interesting to see if we could get her on. Who we're talking about is Meredith Lawrence on QVC, who is the blue jean chef who um, creates yeah. uh, has created a recipe book that we'd really like to get into uh, an accessible format so we could get it because she makes like dill pickle fried uh, fried bill, um, dill pickle. Uh, what is it? Um, you know who over on my desk is going crazy. I don't know what she heard me. Maybe she thinks oh. her name is Dill Pickle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, she makes potato chips. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And different kinds of fried uh, things that just sound so incredible. Oh, I remember she makes a Dill Pickled Fried Chicken. That sounds really good. And the brine of it helps to tenderize it and stuff. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. Well, I, I think it would be great if we could have her on and and you know tell her how much we use them and mm-hmm. let her talk about you know some different things yeah um yeah and we'd like to thank everybody for uh buying air fryers and and uh, telling us how much they like and use them and uh how really uh you know um excited we are about using them and uh they really are what they appear. Uh, and, and even though good. we're talking about this one woman, it's because she's doing the Cook's Essential ones yep. for QVC. Mm-hmm. And there are two sizes, the three-quart and the 12-quart. Um, I don't know if there are any other sizes. But we started, both of us started with the Phillips. And yeah. I still use my Phillips. Yeah. Um, but there's other brands that you've talked about randy hearing about somebody with a farberware yep that was scott and, smith and he yeah. just is crazy over it he had a breakfast of sausage and uh of um air fried potatoes and just uh, thought it was great and it's turned uh his culinary delights into helping him lose a lot of weight and uh, mm-hmm. it's exciting you know it's exciting yeah stuff. it is it Sounds is. like you had a great time uh, <laughs> in um, your travels. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was good. That's exciting stuff. It was good. I know it. So yeah, you, know it. we have uh, so many demonstrations today. We have yours truly doing a pumpkin demonstration from start to finish from actually letting you hear the pumpkin sitting on the kitchen table and talking about the weight of it and how it's roasted and then the seeds extracted. We have that coming up and we have the pureeing process being demonstrated. And we talk about the different things that pumpkin can be used for. And we have a little talk on making sausage balls and a really good demonstration of chocolate eclair cake by Casey. Remember Casey, uh, she was the one that did pineapple chicken. Also this week, taco salads. They are made from these little inserts called taco salad molds, and they're pretty incredible. They are metal, and they're shaped like uh, a round bowl, and they have scallops inside of them. Your tortilla is first oiled, and you can use a 10-inch tortilla. Um, what I do is I brush a little bit of oil on them, such as uh, olive oil, and you could use coconut oil, brush the insides, and you just sort of form them into the uh, taco salad mold, and once that's done, you pop them into a 350 degree oven for 10 minutes, 
And after that, you take them out, and then you can let them sit, like on your counter or whatever. And then um, you can have your prepared uh, taco fixings, such as refried beans, lettuce, tomato, you know, and the typical uh, stuff that you would have to make your tacos. Now, if you're a vegetarian, you can leave out the taco meat and just use beans, cheese, um, lettuce, onions, tomatoes, and whatever kind of salsa you want, uh, pico de gallo or, or whatever. Uh, but myself, I prefer taco meat. And you can use other stuff. Um, you know, you could use turkey. You could use uh, ground beef. You could... Um, you could even make sort of a carnitas dish out of uh, shredded pork and make that into like taco filling and put that into your taco salad. All kinds of things for tacos and stick them into these taco salad molds. If you're interested in getting some of these uh, taco salad bowls, you can just shop on Amazon. That's what I have found. And I don't remember. You can get two for a certain amount. I can't even remember the price, but I think they're like maybe $10 or something. I got mine from a company called Blind Treasures, and Blind Treasures is a, uh, owned and operated by Tony Mead, who uh, has some interesting things, and you never know what he's going to come up with. So these taco salad bowls, um, uh, they come out shaped uh, round, and they have little scallops on the um, outside of them. They're pretty cool. You can just fill them up with all kinds of stuff. Lots of things happening, um, lots of busyness. Tony has been with us a lot, but his daughter had a baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dez's niece had a baby, so now she's a great aunt. And Tony's a grandpa. And so, yeah, lots of, you know, just exciting stuff. Megan has a new bone. Ooh. <laughs> she is just chewing away. A <laughs> couple of big Nyla bones. She likes Nyla bones, does she? Oh yeah, they she does. That's interesting because I've I've never known a dog that loves Nyla bones. Really, I've yeah. never known a dog that didn't. That's funny. Wow, all my dogs have loved them. That's interesting. Not the yeah, not the ones that that fall apart easily. No, you know, there are some that really really make a mess, but the real hard ones, all my dogs have loved them. Oh, I, I heard that. I, I heard that crunching noise. I thought that you were snacking on something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm chewing on a dog bone. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. I can yeah. Sure hear her grind into that bone. Oh, I know it. I know it. Yeah, she loves it. I think they're good for their teeth. Oh, they um, are. Yeah. Yeah. I started eating yeah. a, a box of liver snaps one time uh, when I was about nine. What are they? They're called liver snaps. Oh, yeah? They're liver-flavored treats that are square. <laughs> and I thought, well, I'm going to try them because they smell kind of good. Oh, oh Yeah, I don't know. I sure wouldn't do it again. I, are they for dogs? They are for dogs, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were part dog. <laughs> yeah, I'm a golden retriever, part golden retriever. I know, but I knew your bark was bigger than your bite. <laughs> yeah, you ought to see me tie into some ribs sometime. Oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> Watch out. Yeah, Watch out. <laughs> we had some ribs last week made by uh, someone here locally. They were really good. Were they? Yeah, they were good. Were they the same I mean, ones they that really, you guys liked? Yeah, oh. they were like the first time we had them. The second time I wasn't as impressed. This was the third time. And, boy, did they have that good charred mm. flavor. 
Oh, really, really good. Mm, I good. teased Larry, by the way. I haven't talked about this, but I teased Larry on the air after his show, after what he grilled. I said, so you had to tell us about those spider webs on the grill, huh? And I said, how long has it been since you were grilling that you even have spider webs on your grill? And ew, you know, who wants to eat where a spider web was? Mm -hmm. And I said, and I don't think Charlotte would like that. <laughs> Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte's web. Oh, and oh. then I said, and then I had to tease him about calling his steak a puppy. He said, oh, it's really going to cook this puppy. <laughs> I thought of that. I kept hearing this. <laughs> In my mind, you know, thinking, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> that's the way he oh, is. but he, he did a great job. That way. Yeah, he did. Did a really good job hearing the steak. Megan, you are so funny. You have to chew that bone right now. Yeah, I guess she does. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, this is live, folks, you know. What? You want me to hold it for you. She wants me to hold it and let her chew, or she wants me to play tug of war. Hey, that sounds kind of interesting. How about, yeah, now how about she's sometime going out of the room. Uh, you can hold a rib for me while I gnaw on it? <laughs> I had one of my students once ask me, I was teaching psych, and I had one of these students say, is it okay if I sit here and chew on a dog bone? I said, no. Who said this? A student of mine in a psych class. How weird. Um, yeah, I understand he had to be in class I, after that oh. statement. <laughs> oh, man, it was a college class. How weird. Mm. What was it a real dog bone that he was? I have no idea. I didn't want to even, you know, go there. <laughs> no. No. Hmm. Yeah. Strange. Well, like I said, all this and more coming up next. <laughs> I, guess, <laughs> I guess you've heard just about everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Hmm. Wow. Well anyway. <laughs> Hey, did you know we are Apple approved? What does that mean? That means you can now search for Cooking with the Hazelnuts with any podcast catcher. You can use Downcast, Overcast, Podcast from Apple or QCast for your Windows PC. In the edit field, enter in Cooking with the Hazelnuts. You'll find us. Once you do, subscribe. Tell your friends. It's all what it's cracked up to be. You ask for it, and now you shall have it. A few people have requested pumpkins, all about them, how to roast, what to do with them afterwards, how to prepare. So this segment is all about pumpkins. We are uh, going to start preparing the pumpkin for roasting. This is a 12-pound pumpkin. And how did I know that? I weighed it on the bathroom scale. <laughs> it's a pumpkin that has a stem. The first thing we're doing is lining a couple of baking pans to roast each half of the pumpkin. And, and you have to have edges around your baking sheets. You can't use one of those yeah, open-sided open things because it'll they could fall off and then you end up with a big splattery well, mess. They, they give up liquid, so... They sure do. Cook, and you don't want it dripping into the oven. No. And it's just normal baking pan. heavy-duty foil, and it's a baking sheet. I don't know. 
14, 10 by 14. And you can use parchment paper. You don't have to use foil. In fact, they suggest that you use parchment paper instead of foil. To the foil because it's going to contain all the liquid and it's not going to get, you know, soggy under the edge of the thing. And why do we do this? Well, I have been roasting pumpkins for many years and so many things you can do with it you can roast the pumpkin seeds which are great as a snack and they have good magnesium in them for your body and they make great pumpkin pies muffins breads you name it oh it's exciting and they taste i think better than canned pumpkins jerry's still out on this it's uh I don't know. People seem to either prefer or not or think they're the same or whatever. But well, canned pumpkin is really easy. You open a can. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's good. It's already baked. It's already pureed. It's already to go. It's very good. I mean, but and and what can you do with pumpkin besides all that? Well, you can make smoothies out of them. Uh, muffins, cookies. Soup. Yeah. So, so many things. This is one of the favorite times of the year as far as baking and cooking is concerned. Because it's just great. Um, do you want to turn the oven on? Yep. I'm going to bake with a Sears Elite oven. And uh, the first thing we have to do is hit bake. And then I'm going to show you I'm going to show you this knife because this knife is so cool. Uh, so we hit, um, we hit bake. And then we hit 400, 4, 0, 0. Start. And how easy is that? Now let me show you this knife that we have. This is called a melon knife and it's a really big knife. And it's got holes uh, along the blade so that the friction doesn't stop the knife from going through. It's got a big handle. About 13 inch blade. It's huge. So I'll let you hear what it sounds like. Why I just... <laughs> tap it on the <laughs> yeah, that, that's what it sounds like. And the melon knife works great for cutting the top off the pumpkin. And I'm trying to cut the stem off here with a good... It's pretty big. Can you hand it to me? Here's the knife. Thank you. Yeah, it doesn't want to... I got Sounds it. Sounds like you got it. And then you get so far and it should break off. Well, this is like a series of a cluster of stems. Is it? They're kind of coming off, off in my hand. Oh, okay. Um, Sounds why like. Why don't you try to see if you can get that far enough so we can just snap it off? All the stem, you mean? Yeah. Oh, sure. Okay, well, the first thing I'm going to do is lay it on its side so I can get more leverage. Don't just cut the stem right off here. All right, so I'm going to bear down on this knife. Place the stem right off. It's really the hardest part of the job. Yes, it sure is. And I'm rocking the knife, as you can hear. Can you snap it off? I absolutely can't. Um, it's that tough.
There I go. It's okay. snapped off as much as I can get it. We're gonna cut it in half. We're gonna cut it in half so that we can scoop out the the seeds. I'll cut it in half and then maybe yeah, we can cut it. it in quarters. I don't know. See how it fits in the pan. Halfway through. There we go. So, cut? Yeah, well, there's a big half and a little half. We will have to cut it, put the big half in wedges. Oh. All right, now we're going to scoop off the, the seeds and the string. Just take it in your hands and just pull, pull all this stuff right out. And then what you do if you want to roast your pumpkin seeds is separate all the strings from the seeds. So there's a lot of work in doing this if you want to uh, save the seeds. Optional. It helps to loosen these pulpy things with a spoon. I love the smell of pumpkin seeds. Yeah. Pumpkin, pumpkin innards. Okay, maybe you can get a little more out there. And the clicking here in the background is a golden retriever. She always loves treats and she She thinks, heard a seed drop. She thinks that's going to be her next snack. You heard a seed drop? Yep, she did. It dropped on the counter. This stuff feels kind of slimy, but it's... Pumpkin is no different than a large, huge squash. It is a gourd. And you can hear the seeds falling into the bowl. And you don't have to be, you know, real meticulous about it because it will, uh, it'll come out the easier after it's baked. If you have any remaining, Mm -hmm. It just kind of lifts out after it's done, so you got that other half? I'm working on that. Uh-oh. Yeah, there's some seeds falling out. That's why I take it real slow, so this doesn't happen. But it did. So do we need olive oil, or do you want to do coconut oil? We can do some coconut oil. Why waste good olive oil? Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> we use olive oil and coconut oil primarily for cooking. Tons of this stuff out of here. Okay. Tons of it. Maybe we can just cook them in halves if they're not that much different. I thought one was a lot bigger. Where's your half? Where's the other half? It's um over here. Uh, let's see it. Oh yeah, it's a lot smaller. Okay, I'm gonna turn this one over. Wait, I have to oil it first. Uh, We're gonna oil the edge where the peel meets the pumpkin. It separates so it's easier to peel when it's baked. And the oven is at 400 degrees right now. I'm turning on an exhaust fan over the stove. I'm going to cut this in two wedges. This bigger half is going to go in just two smaller pieces so they'll cook evenly. Yep. Then we're going to roast the seeds. Oil on the pumpkin not frost. Okay, this is going upside down on the sheet. I don't see the other wedge. Uh, there it is. 
Okay, there's two wedges here. Only one pan. Oops, there goes a couple of seeds. Oh. Yeah, overlooked. Okay. Uh, there's more seeds. Yeah, they're dropping out of there. And yeah, here's more seeds I'm putting the bowl. Okay. That's they fell out onto this tough top. Okay, I got one more pumpkin half that I Okay, and now so it's ready to go. I wipe my hands first. First, third is in. And the other two thirds are in right beside it. And boom. <laughs> okay, so um, now we have to. Set a timer. 45 minutes. After 45 minutes to an hour, and you gotta check. What we can do is separate the seeds and rinse them off. We'll show you what that sounds like. Uh, you won't really hear anything as I separate the seeds. So we'll come back after the seeds are separated and soaking in salt water, and uh, we'll take it from there. I'm back. Well, the pumpkin is roasted, and I would like to have you hear the pumpkin. It's collapsed. Uh, it's just kind of um, goes into itself. The shell feels like paper. I'll let you hear the shell and listen to this. <laughs> I can't even explain how the how it feels. It feels like paper. It's really cool. I also roasted pumpkin seeds. The recipe for pumpkin seeds is clean all the stringy stuff off the pumpkin seeds, rinse them in a colander, pat them dry, put them in a bowl. Then you want to put a little salt in there. I just sprinkled salt, so just, just a pinch of salt in there. And I used a tablespoon of coconut oil. Mix that all in, put it in a cookie sheet. The recipe calls oven roasted at 275 for 15 minutes. The portable Breville oven that I used does not go to 275. It goes from 290 down to 360. So I put it on... 260 and I put it on convection and I had them going for about 45 minutes so again use your judgment when you're doing pumpkin seeds so I'm going to open this oven and I'm going to put my hand in this tray I'm going to start putting these into a lock and lock box Hear how hard they are? Oh, they look like they toasted up really nicely. Okay, there's some more. I'm gonna scoop them all into a corner here. And I use parchment paper, so we're just gonna scoop them all into a corner off this little, little baking sheet. All right, now I can put them in this uh, lock and lock. There they go. Get them all in there. Um, they do dry out quite a bit, so what you think is a lot turns out to be <laughs> not not that many. A whole pumpkin you'd think would give you scores and scores, 
of pumpkin seeds, but you end up with about maybe, wow, I don't know, a cup and a half maybe. Not that many. All right, I got most of them and you can hear them in there. Let's test one. People say, hey, come on, test stuff. All right, so we'll see if they have crisped up in the oven. Mmm. More? Okay. Mmm. Roasted pumpkin seeds. Homemade. And wonderful. So I guess that's it. I will come back and we will scoop the pumpkin out of the shell together and process it. And we'll uh, show you how that's done. Is this a lot of work? Yep, it is, but it's very well worth it, especially when you can do this. Mmm. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, I'm gonna close up this box. You can hear how nicely they they toasted. I'll go ahead and end this and we'll come right back. All right, I'm back. This is processing the pumpkin. All I did was turn the pumpkin over so that the shell is facing upward and the flesh of the pumpkin is facing downward. And I just peeled it like I would peel a banana and you can't even hear that come off. Now that I have done that, I've taken the pumpkin that I pulled out of the shell and I've put it in the Vitamix and I'm going to start to process it. So we're going to start at about number four on the Vitamix and I'm going to grab my tamper and I'm going to pulse, start pulsing it and I'll feel the actual pumpkin start to go down inside the processor. I'll feel it, you know, getting mashed up. Um, <laughs> but first I have to turn it on. There we go. All right, now, here we go. I'm just gonna hit the pulse button. I'm going to look at it. And it's still not all done yet, but it's it's looking just like canned pumpkin wood. It's really cool looking. All right, I'm going to put the top back on and repeat the process. Slow it down a little bit. Alright, I'll speed it up just a little bit.
and I'm going to look at it again. Is it done? Oh yes. <laughs> it smells just like sweet potatoes. It's really cool. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, I have a bowl. Okay, and I will... Just take your paddle. I got it. Um, Here's the pitcher. Come over here. And it's perfect puree to be stored into a bowl. And you can use it exactly as you would canned pumpkin. All right, now we're just going to repeat this whole thing again. And this Vitamix is, this pitcher from the Vitamix is still full. So I will process it on speed number four. Just pulse it. Ooh, this is working harder than usual. Each time I pulse this like this, I can feel it move down just a little bit more. And the next thing that we will talk about at some point is actually cooking things with the pumpkin that we have prepared not in this segment you have all of this pumpkin puree now what do you do with it we froze it it's very simple the standard way is to take a cup of pumpkin put it in a ziploc bag easy well if you can't eyeball it the next best thing is to figure out a way that you can do it without making a total mess we took a coffee mug put the Ziploc bag inside the coffee mug, and then folded back the edges of the bag, you know, that seal that's around the bag, the Ziploc. We used the cup to stabilize the bag so that the bag would stand up and we wouldn't pour outside of the bag. When the cups were filled, we simply removed the filled bags, sealed them up, made sure all the air was out of the bags, stacked them flat, placed them into a large Ziploc bag. So you had nine individual Ziploc bags full of pumpkin puree. Then we just laid the large bag flat so that all the individual bags were flat and they froze and now are ready to use for whatever recipe that you want. So let's say your recipe called for three cups of pumpkin. Well, you just take out three bags filled with one cup of pumpkin puree, thaw, and add them to your recipe. Pumpkin puree will last in your freezer one year. Are you guys ready for a... Now it's time for... Sound bite. 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 <laughs> if you are making a pumpkin pie or pumpkin pie treats you'll want to have that wonderful pumpkin pie spice. Well, you can buy it in the store, or if you want to spend less money, you can make it yourself. How do you do it? Here's the secret. Recipe for making pumpkin pie spice. One quarter cup ground cinnamon, one tablespoon ginger, one tablespoon allspice, one tablespoon ground nutmeg, one teaspoon of ground cloves. Mix them all together, put them in an airtight container, and you have pumpkin pie spice ready to add to your delicious recipes.
we received a message from Ava. She told us she really likes the show. She recently purchased an air fryer from Philips. She wanted to know if she could make sausage balls in her air fryer. I messaged her back and told her I don't see why not. We've made meatballs in our air fryer and they turned out just great. Here's her recipe. She says it's simple as one, two, three, one pound of ground sausage, two cups bisquick, three cups of shredded cheese of your choice. Mix well, shape into balls, and bake at 400 for about 20 to 25 minutes. Now, I'm going to try them in the air fryer. I think I'd like to try pancake mix to see how they turned out. I'll let you know. I'm going to give them probably about 20 minutes or so in the air fryer, and we'll see how they turned out. Hey, how does chocolate eclair cake sound to you? Pretty good, huh? Here's a recipe from Casey telling you how to do it. Remember Casey? She demonstrated pineapple chicken. Here she is now with chocolate eclair cake. But first, listen to this. Would you like to have Cooking with the Hazelnuts as a podcast? You can subscribe manually. The URL is http colon slash slash acbradio.org slash hazelnuts.xml. Thank you for listening. Hello, everyone. Today, we are going to be making an eclair cake. This is Casey, a.k.a. Vulcan Kitty Cat, and I am using a Sony ICD-AX412 stereo recorder. So the ingredients are graham crackers, two boxes of Jell-O instant pudding. It can be either chocolate or vanilla, depending on your taste. And in this case, we have chocolate. Three cups of milk for each box of pudding. Large. Large box of pudding. So you put three cups of milk in with the pudding mix. And blend it. And you blend it for two minutes. Let it set for five. Let it set for five. I'm pouring the pudding mix in the milk. procedure for the second box. Now we're going to use our first batch of pudding since it has set. 
We now have our Cool Whip and now we're going to start to layer it. First with graham crackers, then pudding, then Cool Whip, then graham crackers, repeating the process. Now we take our frosting and remove the lid and we take chocolate frosting just like a cake frosting and then we microwave it we're going to try 60 seconds first and then we're going to see from there and the 60 seconds turns out to be perfect and now we stir up the frosting and put it on top of the eclair cake this is actually what makes the eclair part so it'll take the entire can of chocolate frosting to spread over the cake. And now we just put it in the refrigerator and let it harden for about 30 minutes. And the remainder will stay in there overnight. That way the graham crackers can soften. And there you have it chocolate eclair cake so that's a wrap hope you've enjoyed this demonstration have a wonderful day everybody and enjoy thank you how would you like to submit a recipe to us just tell us the recipe you'd like to submit on twitter at acb hazelnuts that's a c b hazelnuts h-a-z-e-l-n-u-t-s do you have a suggestion for the show have something to offer just tweet us thanks everybody for listening thank you thank you thanks for contributing yes indeed thank you for contributing and we for, love hearing from you thank well, we, you so much we do yes we do keep those uh, virtual cards and letters coming that's right and recipes and demos and all those good things and we'll see you next later. week yeah all right <laughs>